about the Messi thing? Anything else on the Messi front, Chris, before we move on? No, I'm done. I'm done. I'm falling out. I told you, I never want to bring this guy's name up again. I don't know, man. This Messi thing is just a freaking mess. What a disaster. I don't want to hear this name ever again until it's official. But they got me back. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. I think that this game is going to be three to two. That doesn't sound that bad, right, Danny? Three goals to two. It's going to be three to two. I think it's going to be high scoring because I think defense is just going to be terrible all over the place. And I think that Campana, I think that he's definitely going to play a big part in this game. And I think he's going to have a lot of goals. At least two. At least two. At least two. Chris, the Herons are back. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 97 of the Bat- Battered Herons podcast. I am your host, Daniel Granada. Alongside me, as always, is Mr. KBD, a.k.a. Walter Mercado. How are you doing, sir? Listen, I'm the real deal, guy. I'm, I'm the real deal out here, guys. Put the house on it. Next score I'm calling, put the whole house on that thing. I promise you. That's Two it. games in a row already. Uh, well... We knew that we were going to win, right? Even though everybody thought that I was putting the, the hex on it. Everybody thought I was putting the jinx on it. But I told you, I mean, they got two. So I guess I got to give them credit for that. But one was soft and we're going to get into that. But um, look, is anybody not believing anymore? Because now I'm seeing everybody. Oh, we're six points out. What? We're six points out with two games in hand. We're making the playoffs. Well, no shit. Who's been saying that for a while now? Come on now, people. It's time to start believing. But anyway, it was an awesome well, night. I actually got to meet a few people out in the stadium today, so it was really cool. Uh, I mean, I, nobody introduces themselves by name, so if I, if I met you, it was awesome meeting you. I wish I would, you know, we exchanged names or whatever, but cool meeting everybody out there, and uh, it was a good time, man. How, how was it for you, Chris? It was great, man. Uh, I mean, as, as you know, we both ran into Xavier, and it, he is amazing. He is awesome. We, sh- we should also sign him to play center back because I didn't know he was going to be so goddamn tall. Yes, for sure. Well, I mean, you make him out to be like Yao Ming. He's not that tall. But, yes, he is taller I mean, I pretty than short, the average. Yeah. And um, so we ran into Xavier, Lemon City Live. You guys got to check that out. He does incredible writing for them. And, and then I was able to run into Mike V, who's always in the chat with us. And for those of you that are in the chat, thank you guys so much for hanging tight, uh, waiting for us to get get home so that way we can get to the game. Um, Mike V was able to help me out with getting a pair of tickets so that way you can be able to kind of hang out with your family over where we yes. sit. And uh, yeah, and so, I had a so, I had a better I had a pretty pretty a different view than usual. Yeah, man. Shout out to Mike V. I, I brought the whole fam out today, and uh, it was how it was hard finding four seats together. That weren't overpriced because there's still people charging like 200 bucks for like row 30 yes. for some reason. So, uh, yeah. but yeah, because of him, I got to use your two seats. So, shout out to Mike V. Appreciate that. And um, yeah, man, it was just a good time overall. Uh, at the stadium obviously wasn't as packed as it usually is, but you know what? I, th- yeah. I still think it was a pretty good showing, regardless. Still a lot of messy stuff out there, but you know, that's expected and um, all welcome. And overall, just a good time. So, um, I think it's time to get into the game, no? Yes, it is. And I was able to get a screenshot of the starting lineup, guys, which I don't want to say I'm I'm Nostradamus with that either, but I kind of am, right? So let's just get right to it. Here is the 
starting lineup for your Inter Miami squadron. And then, of course, as you see, we have Drake Calendar, of course, playing in the back. No Dos Santos. Calendar stuck it, uh, stuck with it. We have Yedlin over on the back right, Alba on the back left, and then Aviles and Miller filling in the center backs. And then Busquets and Arroyo playing behind Fogundo Farias. And then you have Robinson over on the left side, Stefanelli on the right, and Campana playing your front man. Now, was there any – I mean, I know you said you predicted it. So I guess maybe I didn't predict the you, Robinson. But were there any surprises? I guess Robinson. Were you surprised by Robinson? Yes. Robinson was an extreme surprise, which, I mean, look, I can't make really heads or tails about whether he played well or not. I just I didn't see anything that stood out with him, to be perfectly honest. Uh, maybe you saw something better than I did, but I, I definitely no, I, I thought did he, not. I thought he had a poor showing. Uh, Robinson, uh, I, I didn't think he played very well. Stefanelli ne didn't necessarily play yeah. very well either. I think Farias and Campana did the heavy lifting. Uh, as far as I, I thought they might go with five in the back because of their thin roster. Yeah. Um, but they decided to go with Robbie Robinson and Stefanelli anyway, which I mean, it was I, I didn't think it was a horrible decision when I first saw it. Uh, but with Alba and Yedlin always pushing up so far, I kind of like playing the, the five in the back if we're going to rely, especially with the thin offense. I thought we would uh, rely heavily on Yedlin and Alba, so I wanted the five in the back. But yeah. with four in the back, they did pretty well also. When you're going to play four in the back, the fact that Alba and Yedlin are always pushing up so high, you need Arroyo back there, right? Because he's almost yeah. like that third center back. And Busquets, you know, just, just doing his thing. So, um I mean, all in all, I mean, the first, I'd say the first, uh, what, 15 minutes or so looked kind of sloppy. They were turning the ball over a lot, but I think they settled down. And, um, you know, I, I I think when they weathered the storm, I think things got much better. And, um, I mean, all in all, I thought it was a pretty decent performance considering, even though, uh, before, I, and I'm sorry to cut you off, everybody's yeah. like, wow, enter Miami. They were down eight players, and they did well. We weren't down eight players, guys. Like, we really weren't. Like, Edison Ascona never gets on the field. David Ruiz gets in late. like Barely. It's, 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 Robert Taylor already lost his job to Farias. So, oh, my God. I mean, <laughs> so, I, in all honesty, yes, we were missing, obviously, the greatest player of all time, Messi, which is a big deal. Yes. And then we were missing our two midfielders, right? Kremaki and Diego Gomez, which usually get subbed one in for the other. And the last game they played together, they started together. But for the most part, yeah. it's either one or the other. So outside of that, it was it was like a normal squad. So, yeah, I think we we held our own. Well, and I and I tried to take some notes. I tried to take some notes during the game, and um and 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 see if we can be able to sort of cover it little by little from beginning Go to end. It. Um, I mean, I didn't I didn't write too many. I only wrote like five or six notes. Uh, one of the things that I definitely saw here was uh in the beginning around the sixth minute of the game there was a huge defensive play by miller it was like a slide tackle to sort of intercept the pass that could have potentially opened up a goal for sporting kansas city he had a few of those he had a few low crosses that he he kind of just stuck his leg out and and kind of stopped any opportunity from, from yeah. being created let me tell you something come on miller's on another level he's, like i'm not yeah, sure he's... what happened to him after Messi signed, I, I don't know if Messi like touched his forehead and blessed him. Something happened, but he's been playing. He, he's been our best defender by far, by far, right? Christoph, I think Christoph is is solid. Where I guess if I use a basketball analogy, it's like mm -hmm. uh, uh, half court defense in basketball, right? Like when we when he has a chance to set up in the box 
and yeah. kind of can can read everything instead of it being a transition. Like he can he positions himself well, right? He'll stop and intercept the balls. But when it's transition and everything's going fast, the man's too slow. He just can't do it. But Kamal Miller is just in every aspect is just a monster right now. Well, and and Broward Heron in the comments is mentioning Tata unlocked Miller. I mean, I I think you might be right on that, Broward Heron. I think that uh, he definitely did unlock him. Listen, the potential was there. I mean, Miller's not a knockoff, right? Like, he's a good defender. Yes. And uh, and 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 Michael Q is mentioning we were missing Joseph Martinez, or were we? <laughs> Maybe not. Oh. Right now, Joseph yeah. Martinez is at home crying in his pillow as no, we speak. I feel bad for right Joseph. Now. I feel so bad pillow. for Joseph because they gave him plenty of opportunities, right? Like, like he was just he was only playing with Messi when Messi would come in. That, that first game, he came in with Joseph, right? Yeah, he was always playing with Messi, and he just he just didn't take advantage of those opportunities. And Campana, you know, he's coming on now. He's coming alive. He is a threat uh, in the air, which is what we know Joseph is not. Like, if there's a ball coming in, he's going to try a bicycle kick because he has no opportunity to get it with his head. And, you know, Campana, everybody's been saying, give Campana a chance, give Campana a chance. Yeah. Look, Campana's here. And, and I, I forgot who it was. I saw somebody on Twitter on my way home said something about, like, Campana's going to get sold because Luis Suarez is coming in. Uh, get Possibly. No, it's it's probably gonna happen just because Suarez and and Messi are such good friends, and I know people might look at me like, "Oh my god, you don't know what you're talking about." I'll keep Campana. Listen, I, I, I don't I don't I don't care for Suarez honestly. I really don't. I've never liked the guy. I I haven't been a fan of Suarez since he started biting people, and um and I, I still I honestly wouldn't want him on this squad. Now I'm sure he'll play great, but I st- I don't want him on here. Well, and Broward Heron's mentioning, like I said, he's sweating bullets knowing his job is over. Yeah, that guy's fired already. Don't even worry about him. And uh, and one thing I want to mention here, because one of the commenters here, hold on, I need to find this comment. There's no way I'm letting this ride right, right now. Bascar with the day one comment of the night. Inter-Miami fan since 1999. There Good job, go. buddy. That's That's like a negative day. 23 year boy maybe, maybe he's counting the Miami Fusion maybe shout maybe out he is. shout out to Joe Shaw October 6th go check out his uh, there's a reunion going on uh, yes. I don't know if I'm allowed to disclose who's going to be there so I'm not going to but there's going to be some big names out there so watch out for the Miami Fusion reunion going on in Broward October 6th listen and Zio's asking if Taylor is luggage now I don't think so because like he plays the area where Robbie Robinson just played, and I'd rather have Taylor over Robinson today. So you, you do realize when Messi comes back, Robbie Robinson is no longer there. I get it, I get it, but I'm just saying, like he's not luggage. If Robbie Robert... Robinson's seeing, if Robbie Robinson's seeing minutes, then Taylor's going to see more than him. That's a fact. Well, if Robbie Robinson's oh, seeing minutes. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is a comment for the ladies. Of course, Jessica Santa Maria. My wife is probably laughing right now. Yeah. How well, beautiful is Campana's hair? And my both wife, of our wives were yes. were rocking the Campapi shirts today. Uh, yes. So they 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 saw it coming. They they saw the Campapi uh, masterclass coming. So both of our wives were wearing those matching shirts. And, yes. Uh, and I, I, you know what? I should have worn this shirt. The Saved by yes. the Campana. I felt it, but I was like, nah. Because not enough people are believing. So I rocked the Believe shirt instead. 
Yeah. What people got to believe. Oh, speaking of which, I'm sorry. Something I, m- I meant to bring up. For those of you going to the games, have you guys seen how many jerseys are being sold out in the parking lots? I had somebody come up to me. I, I, it's probably one of the listeners. And they started clowning on me because I bought one of the one of the, no. the, the bootleg jerseys. They're like, yo, are you really buying that? Like, Hell yeah, I'm buying one of these. So this is one of the bootlegs. I don't care. I have no shame. It looks, it looks bought, pretty decent. Well, I bought it because it's for my kids, right? My, my kids are going to have Kool-Aid stains and everything on this soon. So I rocked it for the kids. And what my favorite part was, check out. I got the League's <laughs> Cup patch on here. Okay. They selling it with. I have. I've never seen this patch on a jersey before. I bought it and then I looked. I was like, "Oh shit! It's got the least cup patch." So uh, yeah, man, it's a hell of a deal well, for put, your kids. Put that jersey up for a second because it, it looks similar uh, to the real know. deal, bro. Yeah, I, mean, I would. I would bring mine, but mine's upstairs. I'm not gonna go all the way up there. But yeah, look, it, it's it's not bad. I mean, I think the badge is a little off. It's a, it's, like it's I said, a little pan- it's a little pank. But but my my kids are gonna tear that thing up. So it's all good. It's a little pain. So ain't, ain't no shame. Okay. Look, yeah, for sure. Look, if, if my if it's for my kids, they're gonna mess that thing up. So no shame in my game. Yeah, and, it, and for those of you guys that got ladies in your life, get them a get them a Kampapi shirt straight from the batterfans.com. Come on, guys. Batterfans, yeah, get get them the Kampapi shirts for sure. Come on, man. What are you guys doing over here? And look at this. Right. Sean is saying it looks plastic. It looks plastic. Look at this well, for I the promise, kids. I promise Excuse- you. This right here is going to be more durable than the one that they were wearing in the games. Because in the games, oh, for sure. they kept falling off. You're this... getting called a clown. Uh, I don't care. And that, you, and you, Steve go, says go, that it's falling off after one match. After go one ahead. Wash. Yeah, right. I get to deal with it. It's all good. So um, back to the game. All right. Um, so after that play, right, the following couple minutes later, Sporting Kansas City scores a goal in the ninth minute. And it was weird because it was off of a calendar block. I guess it was off the rebound. I really couldn't catch the goal uh, very well. What what I thought was weird about it is that although it was a, a shot from outside the box, I, I don't know, the way he blocked it made it seem like it was easier than it. I, I don't see why he let it bounce that far in front of him. Obviously, yeah, Drake is awesome. So, you know, it, it just happened. But I felt like uh, that was just surprising. It was a misplay by him. And it was a gimme goal. It wasn't necessarily like anything crazy that they did. It, I thought it was just, you know, a mishap by Drake. But um, th- that was rough because once we went down 1-0 and the way we had been turning the ball over, um, you know, I, I knew that it was still really early and that we had a chance. But for sure, you started questioning it. At that moment. Now, I will tell you that when you look on Twitter and all that other stuff, you can kind of tell when people were tweeting things out. Yeah. Because although it says like one or two hours ago, I kept seeing old tweets like an hour and a half ago, whatever. Oh, this team sucks without Messi. This team is nothing without Messi. Oh, back to good old Inter Miami before Messi. It's like, Jesus Christ, man. It's like 20 minutes in. We're down 1-0. It's sporting KC. Like people, pe- thank God we won this game. If we, if, if we don't win this game, could you imagine the toxicity in social media right now? Like it, it's wild. But look, we we won, and we 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 knew we knew that that things were gonna be uh 
we, at least I, I felt like we would beat this team. I, I just didn't think that they could win, beat us. And uh, for those of you asking, uh, say by the Campana and all the other shirts that we talk about or we wear are on batterfans.com. And, and by the way, just, just since we're talking about Campana and Sarah Jane brings up that Ben, she's bringing up a, a really, really hot take here. <laughs> ben Krem is cuter than Campapi, I'm just saying. And I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of ladies that are starting to like Ben Krem. So, you know. I, yes, this is true. This is true. Yeah. You got to come up with a, with, a, with a cute nickname for him, too. Well, and and look, uh, Zayar's mentioning social media still complaining about Boosie quick free kick. Like, well, do you want to get to that yet? Because or, or, I know you're running down the timeline. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm just running down down the notes that I have. I mean, we'll, we'll eventually get to it. Um, and then, I mean, come on. Come on, Steve. Cremita. Cremita, of course. And, I, I kind of like that. Yeah, I, that's a good one. So <laughs> that goal happened. Bam. First 10 minutes. And everybody thinks that the world is about to implode. And mm-hmm. uh, and then later on, I was actually watching. And and I guess we'll get to the to the next goal, right? Uh, mm-hmm. We got Campana. He he was inside the box. He gets he gets fouled by by the goalie, right? It was ticket. a collision. Yeah, got tick. Yeah, the uh, the goalie went to like punch it out with his right hand, and kind of the yeah. karate chopped him with his left. At least that's what I saw live, right? I haven't seen the replays, right? We we, we yeah. kind of just drive home and get right on here, so I don't have the luxury yeah. of replay just quite yet. But that's what it looked like to me when I saw that come up. It looked like he kind of hit him with his left arm against his, and then he just collapsed, and they called a penalty. Now I don't know if anybody in the chat can enlighten us if on if it was something different, but that's what it looked like to me. It did look like that. It looked like he almost got punched in the gut or something like that. Was it like? No, I thought he got him in the neck. But again, I, I don't know. I, it was so quick, I, I couldn't tell. I was just happy that they got the penalty call. Well, they which got by the, the way, we predicted call. it. Well, we predicted because they they've yes. uh, they've given up the second most penalty kicks, and right now they're tied for first now. Most penalties uh, conceded in the league, so they they uh, they they give up penalty kicks quite often. So we kind of figured that that might happen. Hold on, wait. Everybody's mentioning he got need in the back. Need oh, okay. in the neck. I mean, who who was the goalie? Bruce Lee? Was it a, <laughs> a that, Mortal Kombat that, fighter? Liu Kang? It's that guy Melia or something, the, the old guy. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't well, know. Well, like I said, from my angle, I couldn't have seen if he need him in the back, I couldn't have seen it, but I did see his left arm come down across his, his neck area. So uh, to me, it was a clear penalty, though. So I, I have a question. When you saw that happen and you had perfect view of uh, of the of the of the penalty kick which by the way guys if you if you can check it out it's on a youtube short you guys could be able to see it super super good view of the penalty kick when you saw that campana was stepping up to take that kick did you did you know it was going in or did you kind of have second thoughts no i off the top of my head i since he's been here i can't remember him ever missing a penalty i i'm pretty sure he's perfect now somebody can correct me if i'm wrong but i'm pretty sure that he's perfect um so no, I like even the only time I've ever been worried about Campana taking a, a a penalty kick was in the Nashville final. The way that that game ended, when he like he had that opportunity to end it at the final whistle, and yeah. then you know he missed hit off the post. I thought that he might be in his own head, and when he went for his penalty kick, I was worried about that. But when he nailed that, that guy has 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 blood in his veins. I had no no issues. Even though, even though it it I felt like it was a soft kick. I see it wasn't blood. even 
and it, it wasn't even in the corner. Like, I, I didn't think it was the best. At least from what I was watching, it didn't like the best taking PK. But it went in, which is all that matters. Oh, look, and Esteban Mejia just said that he missed one earlier this season. I don't remember that, but I believe you. So really? apparently he has missed one. Yeah. Really? Huh? I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't. Oh, that's right. There's he a few people did miss. It. He did miss that. one. I think it was. I think it was at some point when he came on to start for Joseph, and he had the opportunity to score to score a penalty kick. I think it was on the. I think it was on the supporter section side. If I'm not mistaken, I do wow. remember that. I'm gonna see if I can be able to find it, but I do remember. Just real that. quick, doesn't the beginning of the season just feel like it was years ago, though? It does. It does. Like it's, you it's guys terrible. say, the beginning of the season, and I'm like, man, like I know we won like the first two games, and then we just lost and lost and lost, and it felt like just we kept losing, and it just feels so so long ago. We've gone what 12 games without losing now. Like, it just feels like a completely different year like it, it's wild yeah it does i mean it feels like it ne- It didn't even exist it feels like it was just a dream and we just all woke up and had messi busquets and jordi alba on our team uh for um i see somebody's asking if uh, he's gonna play against atlanta i don't know i've i've always said and i got a bet with uh with uh, tommy one time about this right yeah because i said that i don't think that messi's gonna play on turf I thought that he would use the excuse of international break. But like you said, it sounds like he's going to get back midweek. Yeah. I think that if he plays, which I'm starting to think that maybe he might now, he'll come in as a sub. I don't think he'll run out there the full 90. But he might come in as a late sub, play the last 30, 35 minutes, just walk at Atlanta. Yeah, in Atlanta, right? On the turf. On the turf. But he's walking on turf. He's not running on turf. And, you know, yeah, I, I think that maybe he might play. I think he might Ooh, play, but on he's, not, the he's not playing the first night. I mean, yeah. if he's going to play in Atlanta, then he's guaranteed to play in Charlotte, especially if the stakes are high. No, because if, we if we're already in the playoffs, let's say, hypothetically, we're already locked in. Why the hell would he play? Yeah. I, I, don't, yeah, I don't think that makes so. Sense. That makes sense. But we'll, we'll see. We'll see. All right. So, per- Proceeding into the game, right, there was something that I noticed that around like the 36th minute, and I really wish that this is where Apple allows us to sort of like record little clips of the games, which they don't. They block you from everything. Um, There was a time where I saw Jordi Alba, and this is where my view was beautiful. I saw Jordi Alba shaking his head at Aviles because Aviles made two terrible passes. Not terrible passes in terms of where it could have gotten stolen, but instead of progressing the play, he wanted to pass it back to Calendar. And Jordi, I was like, no, bro, kick it to Miller. What are you doing? Shook his head. I mean, I guess it's just a, like a boneheaded young kid play, but that's something that I kind of I wrote down and I and I noted as well. So what do you think about Aviles up until this point? Because he's played with us a few games now. And mm. I, I don't want to say he's been bad because I don't think he's been bad. But he hasn't necessarily been um, been great, right? Like he well, ha- he's been okay, but he you could tell that he's having his issues, right? Connecting passes, he's been giving the ball away. He's been caught sleeping sometimes. That game against um, who was that we just beat? Um, uh, last game. I'm, I'm, I'm hold on just, because I I just was I just it LAFC? A, it was LAFC, yeah. 
I, I felt like like the right side, Yedlin and um and Aviles were, were having some issues on the right side. So I think Aviles is having a little harder time uh, adjusting. I, I mean, I'm not saying that he's bad, right? But he has had a few giveaways, and he just hasn't looked crisp quite yet. Well, I mean, I, I kind of, I got, I kind of got flack when he first made his appearance. That this guy, he's he doesn't impress me. There isn't anything that he's done really greatly or really terribly. As a matter of fact, I think that there was some instances against LAFC where he really almost kind of like left us exposed at sometimes. Um, well, again, look, and and I'm sorry to cut you off, but somebody just saying he's playing great. Like I'm saying, he's he's been turning the ball over for a team that needs to hold possession, and we're trying to build up out of the back. Yeah. He's been turning the ball over. I'm not saying he's playing horribly, but he has had some mishaps, you know. And yes, he just got here for sure. And like I said, he's he's adjusting, right? And, and just like and Diego, yes. just like Diego Gomez, we said get off of Diego Gomez back because he's gonna take a little while to adjust, right? Even yeah. though everybody's killing him, we said. But even though he's taking some time to adjust, we're just talking about what we're seeing at the moment. Yes, he's up. We don't want to take him off the team, right? He's gonna get better. He's going to adjust eventually. He just hasn't yet, and and I'm and I'm not saying that he is bad. Like uh, the same guy that just made that comment, uh, noobs for hire, is saying stop calling everybody bad. I don't think we're calling everybody bad, but I think that if if you're coming from, I mean, I don't know, you're coming with with this sort of like touted like greatness in terms of like your defensive prowess, right? I mean, he's not like an MVP. He's not coming from like playing for his country or whatnot. But at the same time, he hasn't been that great. So I don't understand how I'm supposed think, to like react to that. Am I well, supposed I to be like, oh, well. matter. semantics matter? I think when you say not great, it just sounds like you're saying bad, right? I mean, like that's what, really not, what it takes. But it's not bad, it, right? But when you're saying the word it's great, great, right? I, I think he's just been okay, right? He's he's been okay. He hasn't been bad. He hasn't been good he's just been okay like but i do think that he has lost some balls and and he's gonna yeah. keep getting better that's all oh man right. look at this news by factual fruit for tommy two time damn oh, yeah. serena stepped down from from new england oof what yeah, a bad I, one that thing I is just it. imploding well they, they still haven't said what it was that they they found out in the investigation or what they were investigating to begin with but they said that whatever they found out ended up being true like whatever they oh, he got accused of, whatever. So that's why he stepped down. So whatever. got the full blown cancel, cancel, cancel. Who mode. knows? Yeah. So other than that, right? We're we're progressing through the game, and I mean, it's just there was some things that were happening in the game where I, I started to see that we were getting a little bit more comfortable, just a, a little bit more smoother in transition, a little bit better play. Um, there was a yellow card given to uh, Gutierrez from uh, from Sporting KC around the 33rd minute. And then later, that's when we had uh, Campana with that beautiful header assisted by DeAndre Yedlin. I mean, that was a great play. That was a great play. And it sort of screams like pre-Messi because we haven't seen much of the balls coming from the outside header, headers for uh, Campana. But, like, it was really cool to see that. And then he got his brace, right? Something that I already had known. I mean, I, I saw well, it a couple of days ago. I think the reason that we're not going to see Robert Taylor all that much anymore is because we don't need to play with wings anymore. Yeah. Right? 
Tata's okay with Jordi Alba and and Yedlin being our wings, right? They're our wing backs. Yeah. So that's why Arroyo one is necessary because he needs to fill in that gap while the other center backs go wide. And um and I think Yedlin and and Jordi Alba are just gonna keep filling in the 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 wings. And I think they, look, everybody criticizes Yedlin. I don't know why. I think Yedlin has been yeah. playing pretty well. Everybody yeah. loves and, and this nickname Midland that, that started going Midland. around. So bad, it's so bad. I, I think Yellen has been playing well, and I thought that t- today he needs to get his flowers for that play because he took that one-on-one defender on. He and I thought that he wasn't going to catch up to oh, that ball. Faked I thought him out. And he caught up to it and he he laid it off beautifully, and Campana finished the rest. It, it, I mean that that was all Yedlin for one and two. That was if if anybody's there. That's not Campana. If it's last game with uh, with uh, Farias with or Messi, Joseph. or if it's Joseph there, neither one, none of those three are, are finishing that play the way Campana did. So all three, all three of them can climb on each other and not finish the play the way Campana did. Yeah. So a hundred percent, Yadlin needs to get a little more credit. And everybody, you know what I think it is that everybody wants Inter Miami to be just full with just like former Barcelona players. Yeah. It's like if you are not like world class, world renowned, and like just playing perfectly, you're trash. I think that's what it's become because Yellen has been playing very well. So I, I don't see why, why he's getting the hate. I think everybody here can, can I think of absolutely, can you think of anybody on this team right now that you would say, I guess maybe Joseph, but that you would say, like, this guy got to get off the team because I just can't deal with it anymore? Because I can't think of anybody. Hmm, that's a good question. Get this guy off the team because I just can't deal with him anymore. I mean, Joseph. Everybody, it's the Joseph is going to be the number one name that screams right, out to yeah, everyone. Uh, yeah, I think Joseph's going to be the one, and and even then, I think he links up well with Messi. It's just that as a striker, he doesn't finish. So I get why everybody's frustrated with him. But outside of Joseph, I can't think of anybody off the top of my head that I'd be like, I don't want to see this guy anymore. I know Diego Gomez might be one that people were saying, but I think he's finally coming around and people are finally starting to be like, okay, uh, Robbie Glasslegs. Yeah. Robbie. Okay. But Robbie never Robbie, really I plays. Can see it. But he never really plays. Uh, Ooh, yo. Look, at, look, <laughs> look come, on, come on, factual fruit. What are we doing? What are Ooh, we yo-a. doing? Uyo at this point is like my Tweety, right? He's like the ambassador. Like he, he he plays once in a while. When he came in for was it he came in for Facundo, right? But at he least he's playing though. He's not yeah. waiting for a for a bright for line a bright line train. He's <laughs> <laughs> he's <just> playing. <laughs> yeah, Uyoa came in for five years. That's what he came in for, and that's when I knew like okay, we're gonna stop pushing up. That's it. We're just gonna buckle yeah. down and and just try to grind out this this victory at the end. Um. But yo, yo, dude, set pieces have gotten so bad that I think yeah. my daughter has even caught on to it because every time there was a set piece, like she would like crouch down and she didn't even want to look. Like it's it's gotten to the point where we're like we're nervous when there's a set piece because you just feel like we're gonna get scored on. But um, yeah. right, go ahead. So, yeah, you can keep going. I'm sorry. So yeah, we'll just keep going. So right after the Campana goal, uh, basically everybody feels uh everybody feels great. And then let's go over that play that you were mentioning with the Busquets link up with Fadias, right? Because that was kind of a weird play there. That happened right in front of you, didn't it? I, I mean, it did, but I didn't really understand what was happening. <laughs> like, I didn't understand. I don't know. The, the, the referee made it a live ball 
all of a sudden Busquets sort of picked up picked up the idea like, oh, it's live. Let's get this thing running, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, real quick, yeah. For, for Benny Grissom, yeah. She was <laughs> every set piece. We have bars right in front of our arch. Yeah, she was yes. she was tight every set piece. Um I thought it was weird because Usually, when players try like just snatch the ball and try to play the ball in quick, the referees yeah. just are blowing their whistle like, "Yo, what are you doing? Like, you gotta wait for me." Yeah. So I was really surprised when he just took it and just let the the, the lead pass. Like, I think if I was a sporting KC fan, I'd be pretty pissed because he caught everybody napping. Now it's their fault for, for sleeping, right? Like, protect yourself at all times, like the same boxing fights, right? Like, yeah. Sorry, if the ref ain't stopping it, you gotta protect yourself. So it's it's on them, but. If I was a sporting KC fan, I'd be pretty pissed. This is a perfect explanation right here. Boosie said cookies and bam, go. <laughs> cookies, cookies, yeah. give me that. I'm gone, bro. And let me tell you, I would have questioned it if it was one of these Randall referees. But this guy, the referee, Ismael Elfath, like he's not a guy that just started this yesterday. Like he's got some accolades, right? Like he's a seasoned uh, referee in the game. He's a pretty good referee. Every every game that I've seen him ref, it's been pretty solid. You know, it's not one way or the other most of the time. I mean, he I'm does try to, to take a little bit too much control. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know any referee by name. Uh, barely by face. So um, I, I really have no opinion on the, go on the referee. Well, I now, mean, if you don't remember him, that's a good thing. But do you, do you remember any? I don't remember any referee. Any, I remember. I, remember they, so, I made a, a a video once of one referee because there was a game where he was just throwing yellow cards out, and oh, I yeah, and I, and I barely remember his face. But that was like last year. At some point, I made a video for that, but really, I don't remember absolutely any. Uh, I remember I made like a like an Oprah video where like everybody was just getting yellow cards. Right, you get a yellow. Yes. Card. Get a yellow card. And uh, so, yeah, Da Vinci is commenting here. I want Suarez to play for Inner just to annoy Daniel. Oh, I, I mean, can't I can't stand that Suarez, would dude. be everybody. I mean, I'll, is I'll out celebrate here his killing goals. Killing but... Everybody know, is. Man. It's so bad. You guys got to get off of the Uyoa freaking bash train. Give the guy a well, break, bro. I mean, I, I get upset when I see him on the field, too, though. I mean, look, he got saucy against LAFC. I'll take that. Did he? Yeah, he did a little saucy move, put the guy on skates real quick. Said, boop, I'm out of here with my three minutes. I'm going for, look, Uyoa to me, outside of being from the inaugural season, the the that lasting memory I'm going to have of Uyoa, and I feel bad, man, because I, I hate killing people, right? Because they try, right? They they, they want. That penalty but, you know, kick but, Yeah, yeah, but we're talk, we talk oh. sports. So we have to, when I saw him walking up for that penalty kick in Nashville, dude, that, that will live on with me forever. I remember I pulled out my phone. I was like, oh, we're going to win our first trophy. I'm going to record this. I'm going to record this. And I started recording before the, the, the kicker actually started walking up. And, man, when I saw that who it was that was walking up, dude, uh, oh, man, that, 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 uh, that explicit language I used in that video will never see the air because I feel bad now. But we won, so it doesn't matter. But th that's going to be the lasting memory for me. With Uyo. That, that was rough. Well, I mean, uh, the good, what is he? I think his contract is up until the end of this year, right? Like November or something. Or oh, I have no idea. I have to look at it again. But I let's think go he's ahead with and the team at some at some capacity, though. 
Well, let me tell you, if 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 this guy, if this guy Gibbs is still with the team at some capacity, Uyoa is definitely going to be with the team in a greater capacity than freaking Gibbs. I'll tell you that much. For sure. Because Gibbs, yeah. get out of here. Like, come and, on. What and, are we doing? Uyoa's going to be fine. At worst, at worst, you'll see him on Univision as some type of telenovela or something. Like, For sure. he'll be fine. He'll be fine. I, I've been saying he looks like a telenovela guy. Like, he's going to yeah. get a job somewhere, whether it's sure. here or in Doral working for Telemundo. Like, come on. And, so, I, I, and, and I agree with uh, this. Matsuidi was much worse than Uyoa. Of course, because he didn't even play, bro. He was on the train all the time, man. And, and Matsuidi's the reason we got all those sanctions. So, yeah, it's like man. so many negatives with that signing. Matuidi. All right, we're getting off topic. I'm Tra- sorry. Go ahead. It's, it's yeah, my fault. Traveling today. the world, like wearing a bright line shirt. Get out of here. <laughs> so, so after that happens, right? Uh, so apparently there was some sort of a discussion. They end up booking it. Boom, Boosie links up, uh, links up with Farias. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Now Avilas ends up destroying a player around the 66 minute. Gets a yellow card. Did you see that? The player was sort uh. of getting the ball backs up, and Avilas came through. And Brian Erlacher sacked him in the back, destroyed him, <laughs> and he was he was given a yellow card, and um, which I was like, oh, it's kind of ballsy. But let me tell you, the goal that the Sporting Kansas City player Pulido hit was a beauty, bro. Flowers to that guy. That was a beautiful goal, and it was kind of a mess up by both Aviles and by the new guy that that ended up getting subbed in, Sunderland. Let mm-hmm. me tell you, the moment that Stefanelli got off the field, I was not happy. I was not Why? happy because I, I liked how Stefanelli was playing, man. I, I see that he's starting to still stick with the same form that he had before he got injured. And I'm very happy to see that he's playing very well, especially for the first time since the injury. And I really hope that he does find a place or a way to gel with this team because he's he's good. He's not a trash bag. This guy's good. We have a good problem on our hands. We do. Yes. Got a lot Stephanelli's of short, fast not, guys. He's not going to seize the bitch. <clears throat> There's yeah. no room for him anywhere. Like, I can't think of where he's going to see anytime. When Messi comes back, Robbie Robinson doesn't start anymore. And then you'll have Robert Taylor coming off the, the bench if anybody's going to come in. Like, yeah. definitely, I can't see him getting much playing time. And, um, yeah, man, we have we have a good problem on our hands because we we do have options now. Our defense is still poor, obviously. Do you think we win this game if if Drake Calendar doesn't play? Uh, I think Kamal Miller will have something to say about that, Jeff. I think Kamal Miller would definitely have something to say about that because Kam- Kamal Miller has been playing lights out as a defender, making crucial critical tackles. At the best times, I mean, just today, I think I saw him have four critical tackles in the entire game, and that is the kind of stuff that you really want your center backs to have. If Calendar wouldn't have started, do I think that we would have won this game? I don't know. I mean, how many other opportunities on goal did did they have? I mean, did they have a lot of... I see that they had five shots on goal, right? right? And we had three blocked shots. But do you think that that one of those block shots ended up being a rebound, which they scored on anyway? 
Um, yeah, you know what? For the most part, our defense did an okay job standing up and and now because we led the league for a while in, in shots uh given up, right? They shots yeah. attempted against us on target, and that's why Drake was leading the league in saves. I don't know if he still is, but he was at one point leading the league in saves because our defense was so putrid. Today they did a decent job holding up, and Kamal Miller is a monster. Like he is uh stopping all opportunities whenever there's a low cross he's getting his foot in there and stopping that quickly so i, this, I think come on yes yes but this this comment right here uh, for those of you on audio banny grisson said if we were missing miller we'd be dead that i agree with we're lucky that be canada because we're lucky that canada <laughs> wasn't playing on this international break and that miller was playing with us because without miller then Drake was necessary. If we would not have had Miller or Drake, then we would have been in trouble. But with and, Miller, awesome, awesome job. And just so you guys, and Jeep Moore with the comments saying Steph is much better than Taylor. Listen, but Taylor's for the streets, Bobby. And we like our lights. We <laughs> like the streets, baby. And uh, Jason Luna is mentioning, he is the guy that went up to you uh, earlier oh, okay. in the game, I think. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he went up to me. He said, hey, Danny, where's Chris? I was like, I'm doing good. How are you doing? <laughs> Listen, yeah, it's cool. It, it's cool to run into you too, Mitch. Yeah, man. What's going on, Jason? It was it was awesome seeing. It's it's cool seeing you guys because I, I I we know you by names on here, but we don't know you in person. Um, yeah. I missed that goal. Uh, the the KC goal, the second one. I had to go oh, get my kids water. Yeah, when I was walking back up, I heard um, some people yelling and whatnot. So uh, I I missed that goal. So I'll take your word for it, it being beautiful. But I, I didn't get to see who messed up there or anything like that. When you get the chance after we after we after we finish this up, you gotta watch the clip. Yeah. It basically was he he um this guy Pulido kind of played it off to his right foot, got into the space where typically uh Stefanelli would have been, but the the new guy Sunderland came on, which I mean we're signing you, guys uh, yesterday. Are you pooping? Are you in, pooping on the new in, kid already? I mean, like what are 21. we doing? But what are we doing, bro? We signed him yesterday, and in less than 24 hours, he's already on the pitch. Like, there's other people that can't play before this guy. Who who would play for him? I, I don't mean, think I had... don't know, dude. I'm not that guy that makes those decisions. Like, I sit here in a gas bag behind a microphone about football. You uh, who, know, who, would you would have had who, the Dos Santos come in and play in the midfield? I think I would have. Okay, well, I, I mean, yeah, that's, that's an option. Okay. Yeah. Get out of here. I'm, I'm, or bring in Uyoa so he could sauce some players up. Uyoa did come in. Yeah, but I mean, he came in. He came in later. Yeah. Or Jordy, look, super califragilistic is saying, or Jordy, yeah, move him up. Noah Allen came in. We freed Noah Allen again. We could have freed Noah Allen. Brought up Jordy Alba. I know everything worked out, so I can't complain. Yes. Obviously. Yes. But I, I was really looking forward to seeing more Noah Allen today. I really thought that he might get the start yes. with five in the back. Now, obviously, going a 4-2-3-1 ended up working. And, oh, by the way, did you notice that Inter-Miami went back to its pre-Messi days where they would, like, put up a, a lineup with a certain formation, and then they <laughs> just don't go with that formation? Yeah. And they just, it, it's just completely lying to us. That, that, yeah. that was interesting because it was in a 4-3-3. We had uh, Campana up top as lone striker. We had two defensive midfielders. Um, so, yeah, I, I thought that was interesting. One more thing I wanted to bring up real quick. Yeah. 
before because I know I'm gonna forget, so I want to bring it up. Yeah, Did yeah. you notice all the white messy jerseys? No? no, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't see too many white messy jerseys. No, you're so, talking about like the old inner Miami jerseys. Yeah, the inaugural season. Like you know, the, the inaugural the, the wet season? t-shirt. Yeah, what? the wet t-shirt jersey. Right, because when AK, you wear it, it's like yeah. see through. Like you see, all you see is nips. Like that yeah. is like the most see-through soccer jersey I've ever seen in my life. So the wet t-shirt jersey, the, everybody was rocking it with the number ten in the back, and I thought that that was really weird. I was like, when did they start selling that? And then I saw Franco Panizo put up uh, a post that apparently yeah. they were selling it in the team store. So I, I thought that was interesting. Are you going to get yourself a white random messy jersey that he's never going to actually wear? Well, I, I mean, it depends on the price, but I think I'll get it. It's kind of like the guy that we had here earlier that says he's inner Miami fans is 99, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, <laughs> listen, I've been a fan since 1985, bro. There we go. I don't know. All right. All right. So after they, they sold that. Oh, wait, hold on. Sanguine is mentioning they didn't sell the 2020 jerseys. So they planted the messy name on those since the pink ones were sold out. Nice. That's actually a. That's actually a nice. I, I, I. That sounds plausible, right? They didn't sell it because of COVID, so they said, "Shit, we got a bunch of blank white jerseys. What are we gonna do with them in the warehouse? Let's just put Messi on them and sell them for 150." I'm surprised bucks. they haven't just like given them out to a bunch of like only fans people, right? Because they're they're basically see through. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure it could, could work. A good, it could get some good money off of that. So after Polito scored that goal. Was any party worried that we were going to give up the lead? Yes. Yes. Because at you that were? point, we have a Sunderland who's who's in the game. And at Stop that point, on we, Sunderland, man. I mean, I look, I, I just don't know what he's going to do with, 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 you know, with what he has to do. Right. So then all of a sudden we hadn't subbed anybody else in at that point. That's when Tata's like, OK, this we got to make some freaking changes. So then Noah Allen comes in for Robbie Robinson. Uh, Uyoa comes in for Farias. And then, I mean, that's those are the, the rest of the substitutions that were made, defensive substitutions, purely. And at that point, we knew we were just just sitting down in defense and making sure that down. nothing, yeah, mm -hmm. bunkering down, making sure nothing else comes by. And then all of a sudden, set piece after set piece, corner after corner. And mm -hmm. I'm just like, this is, this is awful. This is awful. Yeah. My nerves are a complete wreck. Well, yeah, and uh, well, real quick, uh, S uh, When are we wearing the black Never. jerseys? Probably next year. No, next year they're gonna wear them. This year they're just rocking the pink because this is the last year with the pink, so they're gonna get as much money as they can out of it. Um, and uh, yes, and somebody else wrote there were so many chances after that second goal. It, it's true, but, but but that's kind of what happens, right? When you when you start playing defensive, it almost looks like the other team's playing so much better because we're basically just giving them the ball and just making sure that they don't score, right? So um, it did feel that way, and I was 100%. I was worried that we were going to give up the lead at some point. And, and listen, and, uh, yeah, it was nerve-wracking. It was nerve-wracking, especially for guys like Michael Q, who's a day one here. He's been an Inter-Miami fan since 1955. Okay. <laughs> no, so, no, he checked his notes. He said 55 days, 55 days. I think you're catching on here, Esteban, in the comments. Chris always blames the new guy. I yeah, know. Wait, I till he, wait till he finds out that Lawson Sunderland doesn't have a FIFA card. Forget about it. It's over for Lawson. Hey, wait till he finds out. Put him to bag groceries, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who is this guy? All right. So we held on to the lead 3 2. Um, 
And like I said, people are starting to believe now, right? Because after all the results uh, from the other games, which I can't yell out now because I honestly don't yeah. have them in front of me, but we're only six points out of ninth place. We have two games in hand, meaning if we win those two games in hand, what do you know? We're tied for ninth place. So, I yeah. mean, the playoffs are more than alive, right? We, we, we're right there. We have a great chance to beat the playoffs. And we've been saying it like I gave you the I think we had a full episode back in June of the math and how we're not out of it. We're going to make the playoffs. And here we are and we're in it. And I think that people are starting to believe because the math is simple now. You know, you win your, those two games in hand and you're basically tied right. for that spot. So. I uh, I mean, the people really think that these bad teams that were like right in front of us, were going to keep winning like they were just as bad as us. They didn't improve with players like with Messi and Jordi Alba and Busquets. So they weren't going to keep winning. They were bad teams. They were going to eventually lose. And we thought that we would keep winning. Like, I don't understand why people thought that it was so hard to believe that we would make the playoffs. Like, like, uh, like our, like our boy right here. Uh, what was uh, Don Cafecito? Steve Munoz always hating on me. That 50 cent bet is looking a lot better for me. So. Well, and, uh, and Ahim, Ahlim is mentioning, can you guys agree that Campana is one of the worst players of Miami, but probably the best scorer? If he has the ball for five seconds, he better pass it or he will lose it. I mean, his control isn't the greatest, and he always goes back to his left foot. I don't want to say he's the worst player of Miami. That is extremely. Yeah, I don't think he's a worst player, but he's an out-and-out striker. Like he'll finish for you. That that's why I say that Joseph has gotten so many opportunities to play with Messi because he can link up plays with Messi. He can go ahead and make the perfect runs to be in the right spot for Messi to give him service or anybody else to give him service. Campana yeah. is just a target man. You get him the ball with with his back to the goal, and he'll figure out a way to get the ball in the back of the net through the air, one time, low, low. Uh, what was it? How, how was it that he scored against LAFC? Was it a, a low, a low curler to the left a, post? Right. Yeah. It was. A, yeah. So mm-hmm. he can finish. He's not the most creative, right? Joseph is better, much better tactically. Not even a little bit. He's yeah. much better tactically. But what you want with your number nine? You want somebody that can finish, and that's Campana. So, which, by the way, guys, Campana actually got man of the match today. Well, I mean, he so twice. in case. Yeah, in case you guys were interested, because he got a brace. Uh, yeah, and and Mike B is mentioning here that uh, Campana is a classic nine, right? So that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, Joseph so, is much more technical. That's why I, I I enjoy watching Joseph play with Messi. Yeah, they they link up very well together. And them and with Farias, like they they go ahead and they touch the ball back and forth. Campana's not going to do that. Campana's going to finish. Campana's not giving you any dummy passes like Joseph does. Yeah, Campana sees that ball. He's finishing, and he has gorgeous to. hair, and he has, and he has hair. gorgeous hair. So I like, think guys, that, might, that might play to his favor because they like distracts the opponents. Yeah, of course. Now you were talking about the schedule, right? And after this game, from what I could mm-hmm. tell, I believe we're in 14th place. Yep. With uh, with 26 points. Now I kind of just want to force 20, uh, 28. Oh yeah, yes, mm-hmm. 28 points. Yeah, sorry about that. It's uh, matches played as 26 so i'm trying to look at the schedule i'm trying to look at the schedule and see if there's any other games that could potentially 
be able to play into our favor, but there's a lot well, of look, um Atlanta, I think we'll beat Atlanta. Even if it's in Atlanta, I know that they've been yeah. playing better. I, I think we could be in Atlanta, especially if, if if we get Messi coming in, even if it's just for a late sub and with the team we have, I, I Ben Krem coming back, Diego Gomez coming back, I think we'll beat Atlanta. Yeah. I think I asked you this before, and I guess we'll go back to it now as we're starting to wrap up. This is the, the schedule here. Let me take down this comment real quick. There you go. Yeah, I got it. All right. So we have Atlanta next Saturday. Then we have Toronto at home, which I think should be an – I don't want to say easy, but it should be a win. So I think yeah. we should be Atlanta. We should be Toronto. Now, that Orlando game. I think it, it's it's tricky. It's a it Sunday game, away with game the U.S. O- with the U.S. Open Cup final just two three days later. Now last year, Orlando got the benefit that MLS rescheduled their game against Miami the weekend before their U.S. Open Cup game, yep. and I think it was more because they were playing against a USL opponent, and MLS was terrified that Orlando might lose to Sacramento. So they're like, you know what? We want to make sure that you have every possibility to win this game. So we're going to let you rest. And they rescheduled that game. But I haven't heard anything about them redoing that for us. So if yeah. they don't, I don't know what kind of squad we play in Orlando because our priority is going to be winning that Open Cup just three days later. So I honestly think that this whole like un- – undefeated streak right we haven't lost in 12 games i think that's going to go on for atlanta and toronto but i think we might lose against orlando in orlando how do you how do you you don't think that maybe tata is going to give a little bit more rest to messi and busquets and alba in that span of games between atlanta and toronto maybe he feels like the team play can play less with those players and still kind of fork out a win you you mean the Toronto game at home? Uh, yeah, the Toronto game or even the game against Atlanta. Nah, like uh, the, uh, well, that's why I said that I think Messi maybe comes in if he plays. I don't think he'll play a full ninety. Yeah, I look like Messi they are mentioning in. right here. Yeah, well, I think that Messi might play half that Atlanta game, right? Like he'll play thirty minutes, let's say, right? I, I think that that's what might happen, kind of like he did against the Red Bulls. I think that that's what would happen in the Atlanta game, and I think we could win regardless. And then the Toronto game, I do think he plays a 490. But that Orlando game, I don't know if he plays at all. And I, I, I don't know. I think that that might be that first loss that we see in the Messi era. I don't know if he plays that game at all. I think that we are going to do everything possible to have everybody well-rested for that Open Cup so we can kind of solidify that second trophy. Because, I mean, I know it sucks to lose to Orlando, but if you had a pick yeah. going full strength against Orlando in a random away game or a U.S. Open Cup final, I, I would assume you go U.S. Open Cup final, correct? Oh, yeah. I mean, and 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 Reaper feels the same way. He's saying let Inter-Miami two-play Orlando for yeah. all I care. Yeah, And, and then, you might and, get and your they... wish. I mean, Sunderland is already playing for us, right? Like, Oh, God. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well... I, I think that, and you know, and let Orlando celebrate beating us in the regular season, and then we'll go ahead. We'll win on Wednesday, win the Open Cup, and we'll all of a sudden, three and a half years into our existence, have more trophies than they do in what? How long they've been around? Eight, nine, ten years. So yeah, 
we're good. So I, I, I do think that there's a chance that that might be the first loss we receive because I do think that we might not go full squad in that game unless MLS is nice enough to kind of reschedule the game like they did for them last year. But because we're not playing against the USL team, I don't think they're going to do that for us. Uh, Remo, just, just in case you didn't catch it earlier, go back and check it out. But basically, uh, referee called the live ball. Busquets picked that thing up, let that rip, and Fadias just destroyed, this destroyed the other goalie and, and blasted and let, it right past And him. let's be clear. Players take fast uh, free kicks all the time. Every like, it time. happens all the time. Like, that's nothing yeah. new. The only thing here is that Busquets had the vision to kind of see, who was it, Farias? Yeah. Farias streaking and caught him with a beautiful through pass. But if it's not for that, I, you know what I think it is? I think it's the fact that the guy was holding the ball and he took it out of his hands and took it quickly. Yep. And that's why everybody was like, whoa, why, why can he do that? That's not fair. You know, you got caught slacking. Like, again, I, I, I could understand why Sporting KC fans might be upset about it. But that happens all the time. People take those quick kicks all the time. You know, the, you, you, you got to fight. Till the, you got to defend yourself at all times. And by the way, guys, for all of you that have been kicking it with us for the last 56 plus minutes, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us on this late night after a win. Guys, take that thumb, put it to work, like and subscribe. All that other good stuff. Five stars on Apple Pods and all those other, you know, services or whatever. Yeah. So, uh, all right. So, we went over the game. Yeah. We are six points out. We went over the schedule coming up. Um, we got Atlanta on Saturday of next week uh, yep. in Atlanta. We wanted to go to that game. And we yes. were talking about that in the beginning of the season. But after mm -hmm. Messi, it looks like it's going to be impossible because those prices are uh, too much for my blood. Yeah, yeah. No, and, yes. and I already spent a pretty penny on the U.S. Open Cup final. So, so yeah. I, I will be watching that from home. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. But the positive is that we won't have to wait an hour to record a post-game reaction video, right? No, for sure, no. For sure, yeah. no. We'll be right right on after the game. Uh, and Richard Greenberg asking if we do any basketball podcasts. I do a Brooklyn Nets podcast. We got a Miami Heat one in the works. And then uh, and maybe we, a next podcast. We'll see. Yeah. Well, we're, we're, we're waiting to see uh, where Chris lies on that. So yeah. it's possibly three in the next couple of months, but we'll see. Yes. All right. Um, get your basketball fix. Yeah. Your any, orange ball fix. Any final thoughts, Chris? Because I don't want to keep the people on here and waste their time if we're just talking nonsense. Uh, well, factual fruit. Before I get to my final thoughts, what about a watch party? Danny and I talked a little bit briefly about that. I mean, you know, that's uh, we'd have to get a lot of people together and stuff. So, I mean, if 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 there ever will be one, we'll we'll let you guys know. Um, final thoughts is how would that even work? Like, how does somebody arrange that? I mean, I you call a freaking sports bar and you're like, hey, I want to do a a party with like I don't know a hundred people. Yeah, but what and you sort of rent that <laughs> space? What, like you just what, what if we do that and then it's just you and I? And we're like gas well, bags. Then that, that means that just you that and I are like fifty people. Then that means you and I are drinking a hundred people worth of beer and drinks and food, and we're walking out like monsters. No, no, I, I don't, That's what I it mean. is, right? Because you have to pay for the space. You have to pay for the. I have no idea. That's why I asked. You. I have no idea how that works, but I don't know. And um, and then the the watch alongs. You know what? Amazing I know people canes. like those. Wa I know people like watch alongs, but oh, yeah, YouTube watch party, yeah. The, the thing is, 
I get really into the game. So you just like just if you were to watch me on a watch along, you're literally gonna watch me watch the game. Cause yeah, you're I not just, getting I, yeah, because Chris Chris is much more lively, like as yeah. the games are going on. But I I'm kind of just like I don't know. I just focus in. So I would be very boring on a watch along. So I, I don't know if, if <laughs> I don't know if watch along. Chris Chris could probably be very entertaining because Chris is just a gas bag when he starts yelling things. But <laughs> I I, I, I probably know. would be very boring on a watch along. And you know, I felt kind of in in this in the seats I was sitting at today. I felt kind of weird because like I'm not around the same people. So the people in front of me, when I was screaming at this guy, like, hey, you suck or whatever, they're looking back like that. You can tell that they want to look back, but they don't want to do the full tilt back. <laughs> so they're kind of giving me the side eye like, what is, is this, this guy, guy doing? What? <laughs> what? Is he going to have these seats forever? Like, what? So uh, final thoughts is I was right. Predicted everything to the T. If you guys want to make extra money, listen to my picks on the next podcast. Um it was an it was an entertaining game three two. I'm sure my daughter is super pissed because the last game she went to zero zero right. Um, entertaining game, fun game without Messi. Oh, that's right. You're you not allowed to go any more games. That's the only time we haven't scored in the last like two months. Yeah, don't. I'm not gonna tell her that. I'll tell her that you said that. Okay. If she watches this, never go back, Kristen. Yeah, yeah. So Leo, the the other Leo scored two goals mm-hmm. today. So mm-hmm. we had a Leo score. Um, uh, who do you think? And I know I said we're gonna end it, but I, I, I am out of curiosity. I know we're gonna talk about it more on Wednesday with yeah. uh, with Tommy one time. But do you think that the starting eleven is gonna be five in the back, or we're gonna stay with four in the back once everybody's back? I think that once everybody is back, I think we're going to stick with five in the back. You I think, think so? that that's something. I think that that's something that Tata is clearly comfortable with. I think that, and a lot of people have told me that he likes the sort of three center back deal going on with the wing backs. So I think that he's preferring to do something like that. Yeah, maybe. Well, I don't do, know. Do you I, think he's going to stick with the four or you think he's going to stick with the five? Well, for those of you that are going to watch on Wednesday, we're going to have Tommy one time on. I haven't even asked him. I'm just assuming he's going to say yes. Yeah. But he, we have Tommy one time on. He's for Atlanta United podcast. And he's told us, like, you know, he watched Dada two years in a row uh, in Atlanta. And he, he told us that when he was in Atlanta, he only liked playing with four in the back. But. Towards the end of the championship season, when they won the is title, when five. is when or he started playing with five. So yeah. you know he wanted, and he so maybe he is going to stick with five. I don't know. I'm kind of curious to see what happens. What I do want is Noah Allen to get on the pitch more, man. Give us some more Noah yes. Allen. Let's figure out how yeah. to get him on there. Yeah, uh, we but, need him. Okay, la- last question. I'm sorry. I'm going to end it here. Campana starting on Saturday? Yes or no? I know we're going to probably revisit this on Wednesday, but just curious. Should I just say find out on the next podcast? <laughs> It's tease like it tease everybody it's tease like everybody the decision find out yes i think he's gonna start i think he's gonna start i think do, for do sure you think joseph that's it joseph joseph no longer starts he's done he's fired he's bagging groceries at win dixie now and win dixie's about to close anyway so he's done double time uh, I, I blame my son for joseph's mishaps ever since he picked yeah. up my son messed up his back and that's it he's never been the same <laughs> that's that's it <laughs> <laughs> all right well 
If you're listening on audio, thank you for listening all the way to the end. Please give us those five stars. Just leave uh, a comment, write anything, absolutely anything. Apparently, it helps. I don't know if it's true or not, but we appreciate you listening all the way to the end. And if you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. We're like inching closer to 2,000, I've heard. So we're getting closer to 2,000. So just like and subscribe if you haven't already. Uh, and if you are part of the chat, as always, thank you very much. I saw some people in the chat early before we got on saying that we should really do this like right after the game. Guys, we're not reporters. We don't get yeah. any rooms in the stadium. We're fans, yeah. and we actually go to the game. We actually live, like, over an hour away from the stadium. So we actually have to, like, drive home. So believe me, I enjoy jumping after the final whistle, like, jumping on here and talking right away. But unfortunately, we can't. So, um, you know, when it's a home game, we'll be on about an hour after the game's over. When it's a road game, we'll be on as soon as the final whistle blows. I'm trying to talk to, to a couple people about seeing what we could do to make it work a little quicker after the game is over. So just stay tuned for that just in case any miracles happen. <laughs> All right. Well, again, as always, if you were part of the chat, thank you for jumping in. As always, uh, you guys are the best part of this show. Is the LeBron James of soccer. Yes. Yes. Look at this. Yes. yes. He, Look, I don't know why everybody's hating on me, man. Noah Allen has been our guy since last season, and I'm going to stick with that. You're going to see. He's going to be the, the American Jordi Alba very soon. Yes, All right. Yes. Until next time, have a good one. Peace.